Welcome back to the Horror Highway Podcast. Today with me, I have Eris. Yeah, yeah. hello, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey what's up? Hello, right? That's a song, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, hey, hey, what's up? Hello, 1838, I think. Something like that. 1738? 1738. Uh, we're up to 38 subscribers on the YouTube channel. That's pretty hype, right? I'm pretty sure that's one up uh, last week, last time. I'm pretty sure. I don't one know. Or two. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, yeah, thanks for the continued support and everything. We have the Twitter, which is I forget the at of the Twitter. At Horror Highway P. At Horror Highway P. And then the TikTok, which I don't know. I don't know. Figure something out with that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The TikTok, yeah, it's just chilling. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's all that dumb stuff out of the way. Let's just get on, right bro. into the... What? Well, we got to get it's right into dumb, the episode. Bro. It's, it's not dumb, bro. It's people, not dumb. People come to listen about what we're going to talk about, hopefully. Hopefully? Yeah. <clears throat> so, Iris. Not going to... Uh, uh, what? At the Gmail to uh, see if oh, they want anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. If you want to contact us about, like, uh, doing our research on, like, a killer or, like, uh, a legend or something, or have us read something on one of our reading days which is tuesday and thursday uh just email us at horrorhighwaypod at gmail.com okay now let's get into the episode for real for real <laughs> so eris um you know about jack the ripper right yeah yeah who doesn't know about jack the ripper um well what if i told you down south in uh mexico we there was a similar situation going on at exact, almost exactly the right time, same time as Jack the Ripper. And how, how, what would you say? Would you believe me? Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> Mexico, bro. What do, you, what do you want me to say? It's Mexico. Okay. I feel like we'll have a lot to say for this episode, even though there's not a lot to talk about this guy. Well, that's a lie. There's a lot to focus on this guy, but there's not a lot of <clears throat> history of this man that I'm about to go into. The dude you're talking about? Yeah. From 1880 to 1888, in Mexico City, there were many sex workers killed by a man who would go down in Mexican history as El Chalequero, the Consulado River Strangler, or simply the Mexican Ripper. The man is known by many names, but his real name is Francisco Guerrero Perez, and this is the story of the first captured serial killer in Mexico. And uh, So they that, caught this motherfucker, bro? They, yeah, so, they, so he's not like Jack the Ripper? Well, he's, he's, he killed a lot of people, so... Jack Ripper didn't kill a lot of people though. He killed like he four killed, or like, five. He, he, he was yeah, a four or five, bro. killer. He's a serial four killer. Four or five, bro. Listen, man, he was a I feel I feel like I feel like they only made the definition for serial killer that so Jack Ripper could be classified as a serial killer. Essentially, yes, that's what happened. That's why this guy is the first Mexican serial killer captured because he had because he ran from 1880 to 1888, which Jack the Ripper ran up until 1888. I literally have it Googled right here. Between August and November 1888. So, yeah. That's why. Yes. This, the, yeah. Yeah. Similar similar enough at the time. So, people drew the conclusions and the names. Like, same time period time. or what? Yes. I just said that. Same time period, bro? Yes. 1880 to 1888. Well, Jack the Ripper was in 1888. Same time period, bro? Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Anyways... So they have more information about this guy than they do. Yeah, fucking because Jack he Ripper. was captured. <laughs> Except for history-wise. I'm pretty sure I already mentioned this, but I this guy just 
no one really knows much about his background. There's a bit, a bit there. I tried searching further and further through Google. Not a lot I could find. I'm sure it's sure there's probably books in Mexico written in Spanish that like go through his history, but they're not online because when I went to the wiki and looked through all the sources of stuff and other websites, a lot of the the actual sources were down. Like they would just said this book isn't available anymore online. You know, um, like on on the other websites or what? Like yeah, you know, you know how like, like download a PDF of the book or something? Or? Nah, it's like it's like when you're going, you're when you're using the college resource books and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. How oh, about you go to college? Okay. Um, yeah, stop doxing me. Also, you, and, <laughs> shut up. He uh he also went by the pseudonym Antonio. I don't know why. Why'd you say it like that, bro? Because, like, it trips me up. That doesn't sound like a Spanish name, you know? Uh, no, I don't. Whatever. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Uh, okay. Now, when it comes to history of people that lived in the period in Mexico, there isn't a lot of information available online. But one thing that I couldn't find for sure is that Francisco was born in 1840, the 11th son of a poor family. The father was not present while Francisco grew up in the family. Um, and the head of the family was the mom. But the mom was abusive. She didn't care about her children. And um, she was physically abusive in that they know that they she beat her son as well as suffocated him. And it's all it's alleged that he's mentally abused, which I feel like that's a pretty solid allegation. Yeah, it sounds like normal Mexican household, if you ask me. Yeah, I knew we were I knew this was gonna have a lot of yeah 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 <clears throat> but things things haven't changed in over 200 years right no um and then and then we skip a lot because that's really all there is on his backstory in it was 1862 at the age of 22 that francisco would leave his hometown and go to mexico city he worked as a shoemaker and was known to dress very elegantly with a charro vest and cashmere pants. Should I say it with a Mexican accent? Charro vest and cashmere That's pants. A, you're saying it with an American accent, bro, when charro, you say that. Bro. Charro? Uh, you know what a charro vest is? No. A charro vest, bro? You taking shit and shit or something <laughs> or what? The fuck. It's, the, um, it's the one that Vicente Fernandez wore and all his uh, kind of like that mariachi vest. Yeah. Or the ones at the boat, the horse riders, the ones that like do the shows. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's kind of yeah. like a, a tuxedo suit, but it ends at your ribs a bit. And yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm also have to describe it to the listener, you know, give him a, he might not. No, it's know just like a crop top uh, uh, suit shirt. Basically, yeah. That's actually a really good definite um, description. <laughs> now we're kind of hopping around everywhere on the timeline again. Because very little, very, very, very little is known about the guy's Dude was a cobbler, bro. He was a shoemaker. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a cobbler. <laughs> um, you, I thought about the food. Well, he was a person, bro, not the food. <laughs> now nah, I was thinking, like, I thought that was a guy that made roads. <laughs> Isn't a cobbler the guy that makes roads? No. No? Okay. Actually, I don't even think a cobbler makes shoes. I think it fixes shoes. It might be both, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure a cobbler is a guy who makes the roads with stone. No, it's not. Because there's cobblestone I promise you, I promise you it's England. not. I Can promise you, you it's not. Just no, I Google. promise you it's not, bro. Okay, whatever. Um, I have to open up the, the internet. Uh, where was I? Uh, 
Just keep going. I'll, very, I'll stress very, myself. I know. Very little known is very, very little is known about the guy's past. But people tend that's why people tend to focus on his psychology. Like besides the fact that he was caught and he was uh he was uh what is that? Why do I always forget words? Um he was analyzed by like a criminal psychologist. So there is like writings of his thought processes and everything. Um, which we'll get into, and that's what's kinda like we're gonna have to mainly focus, because again, not not a lot is known or that I could find online. Um, see. Okay, uh, I have it. If uh, yeah, if you want to know, just do it right now. Cobbler, a person who mends shoes as a job. So well, technically, I was also wrong. He's a shoemaker. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's why I corrected myself earlier. I know you did correct yourself. Before. It's also an uh, ice drink made with wine or sherry, sugar and lemon. Okay, good to know. That's that's great and relevant information too, as well. Yeah. <clears throat> Now, despite being married with four children, and you want to guess his wife's name? Uh, nah. It's really easy. You you got this. There's no way you could get this wrong. I'm pretty sure I know, but I also don't want to say Just it. Just say it. Just say nah, it. Nah, I'm Just not going to say it. It was Maria. Okay. Yeah. What were you thinking? I was going to say Virgin Mary. Uh, I mean, <laughs> or not yeah. Virgin. I was going to say Mary, but you know. Mary is Maria. Yeah, I know. Um. But I was gonna say I was gonna say the, I wasn't gonna say Virgin Mary. Uh, well, she wasn't a virgin because they had four yeah, kids. Oh uh, no, for real, bro. He, she had a kid. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know she wasn't a virgin, bro. I'm talking about his wife. You did. Yeah, I I know. I'm aware. Um, and claiming and he claimed to be a devout Catholic, with such a strong ad- admiration to the Virgin Mary or the Virgen de Guadalupe, because that's what everyone like worships in Mexico and stuff. Yeah. Um. He was even a sub-Christian in his youth. I'm pretty sure that's how you say that. And that's basically, you know, the, the little kids that help the priest, like, by holding stuff around the altar? Yeah. Like the fathers. I don't kids. know what they're called, but I know so, what you're talking sub-Christians. about. Sub-Christians. Like, no, S-A-C-R-I-S-T-A-N. So, sacristan. 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 I'm sure it's sacristan. Because there's no I before the A. I don't know. Uh, I tell you all this right now because the man was a huge hypocrite. He, in fact, had multiple lovers, and it was even alleged that he had other children with his mistresses. While living in the neighborhood of Peravillo, he had, I don't know why I said it like that, shut up. He had many encounters with lots of different women, and many were sex workers. And the others that weren't, uh, sorry, and other people around him described him as charming and handsome which is what allowed him to get away with his old adultery, as well as the fact that he was feared for his violence. So I'm going to start getting into. So this is what this is what kind of sucks is when it comes to his history, again, like a lot that includes his killings. Not a lot is known. Like here's here's what's known. He killed 20 sex workers between. Uh, 1880 and 1888 and um let's see and like the first one wasn't found in 1880 but rather it was i can't remember the exact year but it was like it was multiple years after they found a body in the river and one of the rivers near the near that town uh, in mexico city and what happened was the police were like Oh, hey, what the heck? Why is this person strangled and like 
fucking like had her neck slashed and everything and then they went back through like multiple like other dead bodies and they had found that it was like the same type of attack and it was yeah. always sex workers they're like whoa what the hell this is crazy yeah they were like whoa a connection whoa what the fuck right and they didn't take him until eight years later until he was caught and there's not much saying on how he was caught well <laughs> there's not much saying on how he was caught but to be fair i'm gonna get into it right now it wasn't hard to find out it was him right because i'm gonna just get into it right now everyone everyone in the town knew he had been killing women the entire time like i said he was feared for his violence right Mm -hmm. but because he was like a married man and he had the appearance of a catholic person people just just like focused on that and thought like oh this guy's a good working man he would never hurt anyone or anything despite the fact that people saw him with like other women and knew he had uh bastard children and stuff and uh not just that i might add that the sex workers also knew he was killing sex workers like they were aware of it and um and of course because it's it's mexico it was like the whole big reason the police weren't actually like almost ever told about anything was because the women because you're, you're looking at Mexico when like Catholicism and everything is like pretty huge. And and everyone's looking at like father male husband figures as like the pinnacle of society. You These guys cannot do anything wrong, despite the fact that they are doing a lot of things wrong, like cheating on their wives and killing women. Um, these sex workers were like obviously looked at at the police by like as second class citizens so what's going on is they're not believing and listening to the sex workers and the sex workers know that if they were to speak out against francisco guerrero what would happen is they would just he would put them on the list he would kill them and then the police would not give a shit now despite the fact that there were 20 women killed uh only or 20 women were killed from 1880 to 1888. I gotta, his last victim is wild and fucking stupid. I I hate this man. I, I well, you hate the, the the last victim or you hate the circle? No, I hate I hate the strangler because the last victim is just like it just proves that there was no fucking saving this dude and this guy was just a fucking insane murderer. And when I get into the story, like there's not much to say. There's a lot to say about Mexico at the time and the way it witnessed people. There isn't much to talk about him wise. I'm trying to like say this properly, but like it really shows like the faults in having more like like creating I don't know how to say this, like like seeing a husband like like a Catholic husband, like seeing that as the height of morality and how how it shouldn't be seen as that. Cause I'll just I'll get to it at the end. But of let's see. Uh, let me count this real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Out of the twenty um, sex workers that were killed, it is um, it is known that like he only killed. Uh, I just he like nine. Nine were identified, right? Yeah. So there's still like seventeen that I'm pretty sure it was. It was mainly because um he 
he like they had been out in nature so long i don't think from what i read it doesn't seem that he like brutally beat them i mean he did but he didn't do it like un un unidentifiable but it was rather just that over time these people couldn't have been identified it just happened you know yeah or they just didn't do it fast enough for like they decomposed i guess right yeah basically like the bodies were like too it was too late in this time to like actually identify because you got to remember it's 1880 to 1888 so there's not like great technology for finding these people and since like most of them were sex workers it was um it was more like oh well oh well this this person's gone uh their name has been lost to history since they decided to start this job whatever it's too late we don't care um so the way he he would engage these people right is he would go and act like he was gonna he, he was act. He was like he was, he was begging for pussy. He was being a simp. He's like, uh, uh, I'll give you twenty bucks and you fuck me, right? Despite the fact that he was called like handsome and and uh, charming, it was it was part of his process to make it a business transaction, right? Because this this is gonna lead into kind of his psychology. Um, he murdered by strangulation and beheading them, and there's I'm so like Mexico now. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, what's used, wrong bro he used a na- a knife to tan the skin which he learned by being a shoemaker and I just remember the name of the river the river is the Consolado River um, well, do you know like or, or like around where in Mexico this was because I don't know where the Mexico river is city. Mexico City yeah he or he was living in Mexico City let me let me do a quick because that's like a big town no uh, it's pretty big, big big well I don't know it's like fucking 80s right um 19, 1980s? 1900s, I mean? 18, 1800s? Yeah, it's 1900s. It's 1900s. Yeah, it's 80, 1880 to 1888. Oh, give me a sec. I need to fix that. Uh, let's see. Because, uh, okay, so I should add that. Unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of... You can't... It's it's not... You can't find good information while looking at... um. At uh, Google, yeah, English Google. You you gotta go to like Spanish Google. Just go to like the second page of uh, Google search bar. <laughs> nah, trust me, that did not work. When I went to the second page of Google, the um, a lot of what appeared was the same thing, and it was already clicked yellow. So that river is by the consulate of Mexico, which is. Oh, no. Oh, damn it. No, it's because there's a river named that in, in Texas, too. But, I mean, okay, I know... I mean, Texas back then was part of Mexico, no? Yeah, n- no. At this time, I don't believe so. What? I don't believe it was. But, anyways, this is Mexico City. This is, like, in the middle of oh. Mexico anyways, right? So, it's, it's definitely not going to be up here. Um. Yeah. Was it, like, a pueblo around Mexico City, or was it, like, in Mexico City? It was in Mexico. Are you not sure? It was in Mexico City because he lived in. I named. I named the town, not too long ago. Mexico City is like a city, bro. At least now. Well, I mean, I'm sure it was a city back then too. And Peravillo, which is a. Oh, which is now a which is now a municipality in the Dominican Republic. Huh. Is this? Uh, 
okay, I, I think Google has all this. I think the names um, are like crossing over and getting wrong on this thing. Maybe. But no, because like when I, because these were the things that I found that were like absolutely like on YouTube videos, this is what they said. On the wiki, this is what they said. On different articles, this is what they said. Like, like it was like the same information listed. That's why I believe it to be true and like the most accurate. Anyways, errors. Uh, how about how about we just get back to uh the victim right now? Not the victim. I mean the uh the the killer, Francisco. Yeah, um, just get to it. Okay. So uh, how he was caught is um, it's 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 kind of standard for how like most killers get caught. In 1908, a graphic report of one of the attacks attributed to Guerrero was published. The alleged victim was a prostitute named Lorenza Urita. Um, and she would also act as the witness in the trial for the death of him. I mean, he, he would be called Ripper, uh, the Mexican Ripper, by the end of this. Because when he was sentenced to prison in 1888, that's when... I, I went over this, but the Jack, Jack the Ripper attacks happened. So, you know, not really similar, but... The Mexican press, La Universal, which, you know, you, do you know that company, Harris? Uh, never heard of it, bro. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 you know who I'm talking about. Still yeah. still on Mexican TV nowadays with not so accurate information sometimes. Anyways, um, yeah, 1888. It's the longest time they've been running. You mean you mean Univision? Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right, so Lorenza had met Guerrero near the railroad tracks in Peravillo, and then he he approached her by asking for like a light for his cigarette, and then he pulled out a knife and threatened her. Like he was, you know, he was trying to get to her and all that. And then he was like, "Oh, come follow me over here." But she got away by saying like, "Oh, I need to go get some money," and like she ran away. But the issue here was two months later. She would then meet Guerrero again, and um, this Does time she remember it, him. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So this time she wasn't near the town. She wasn't like the railroad. It was like in a cave far from the town. <laughs> I'm not sure why. <laughs> Bitch was in the cave, bro. No, she was near a cave. Or they uh, met. Yeah, they. They went mining together. Bro? No, they. Yeah, he took her to a cave. So I guess he just found her and like it was like he pulled the knife on her this time, which is like, no, we're going to the cave. Fuck you. Anyways. She was, you know, violated, tortured for two days. And uh, she only got out of it alive because um, Francisco Perez Guerrero. I don't know why I keep switching up his name. I should just decide on one. He left to go by Pulque. You know what Pulque is? I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. No, I don't think so. It's a fermented drink made from, uh, what's it called? Mugay? Mugay. Yeah, Mugay, right? What did you call me? (laughs) <laughs> that's how you pronounce it right i swear to god it's maguey maguey aguave oh no <laughs> aguave, bro. It's, it's not maguey, aguave bro? it's literally it's m-a-g-u-e-y maguey nah, it's it's a, yeah it's like alcohol that's the only reason she got away because like he had her there in the cave for two years he did rape her Two and years, Holy two shit. days. My bad. Two days. I was about to say, dude. Okay, what the my, my, my bad. Two days. Two days. And then when he, he went, to, he wanted to go get drunk. And uh, then she ran back to the police. Obviously, she's still alive. So now the police have to take this seriously, despite her being a sex worker, and them like obviously ignoring the other victims who had like washed up in the river that could be identified. And the whole town 
or the whole fucking neighborhood knowing that he was doing these things. Um, Did the wife know? I assume the wife knew. The, the wife knew. The wife also knew he was fucking other women and had other kids. There isn't much on on the kids, on his kids or his wife, though. So, uh, Essentially, she would run to the police and then she would be the one that basically actually get him to go to prison. She was the start witness, like I said previously. And yeah, he was finally sent to prison. And it was in prison where he gets analyzed. And before, this is also where he gets his nickname. Like I mentioned, he gets the Mexican Ripper, but he also gets the Chalequero. Now, there's two theories as to why he was called the Chalequero. And one, it's because the Spanish expression, Apuro Chaleco, which, do you know what that means? No. The expression means that he made a sexual victim out of any woman that he felt attracted to, whether he liked, whether they liked him or not. So it was like, like a guy that comes on and doesn't. Like, uh, there's, there's that. He's like a sexual harasser, a basically, a sexual har- harassment man. Her, and the other one is just because he wore that um, charro vest. If I was there, bro. I'd be like, hey, stop it. <laughs> Like that one VR chat video. Yeah. It's not VR chat, but it's... It is VR chat. It's a VR chat, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was in prison where he gets um, psychoanalyzed, like I said previously. And then we they we learn a lot about him here. Uh, we know that he is, in fact, a psychopath. He, in fact, lacks empathy. He did not feel guilty about his murders. He had a parasitic lifestyle where he worked as a shoemaker, right? But that didn't make him enough money. Rather... When he went around and like he messed around with women, he would like ask for money and they would just give him money. This guy dressed all fancy. He's known for dressing in that shadow and cashmere pants. And people are like, damn, this guy's like, he got swag. I don't know what fucking he's got the fit. He's got drip. And it was because he was getting money from women who gave it to him. Um, He objectified the people around him. It's so good. He got money for it. He was a sex worker, huh? He wasn't a sex worker. He was just like, he would beg for money. I, I wouldn't say he begged for money, but he would he would trick women into giving him money. He was a parasite, you know. I wouldn't call someone who who, who was good at sex the and got money out of it a parasite because they did a job, you know, whether legal or not, whatever. Uh, she's, make, she's making a joke. That I up. know you're making a joke, but, you know, I got to clarify because some people might not get that. I don't know if he was good at sex. They never say either. I kind of. I don't think anyone that would know if he's good at sex is alive anymore. Well, there's uh, true. His wife, true. I guess. Oh like yeah, she's two hundred years old, bro. Yeah. Uh, shut up. Um, <laughs> he believed himself to be better than everyone. He had a, like higher self-esteem. You know, kind of reminds me of someone. Small Mexican people, you know, short Mexican people, kind of. Uh, you know. What's your name again? Huh? <laughs> Nothing. No. <laughs> uh, Omar. My name is Omar. He had anger management issues and he was manipulative and promiscuous, which you already know what that means, right? And he just he just messed around with a lot of women and very manipulative. Um, dude like me would do the same thing, but with dudes. <laughs> based. Uh he was known to be charismatic. Uh, and I don't know. He was he he seemed to have the uh, traits of people who with that antisocial personality and or narcissistic personalities. So he was a popular loner? He was described as a calm and quiet. He, yeah. Well, that was mainly in prison. I think in prison they described him as calm and quiet. And uh, again, 
uh another thing they noted was he cares a lot about his like his uh, his what's on him like his personal care how his he dressed how he loved his, his hair shit like that um he saw female sex as a simple disposable sexual gratifier uh his crimes were marked with excessive cruelty with uh with marked sexual overtones they were hateful he raped his victims in order to demonstrate the supposed superiority and power that he believed he had over women. So, I got a question. Did he rape all of his victims or just No, like not the last one. Can okay, I get into the last one? Because there's 20 was, right you now. You said all of them were, or most of his victims were sex workers? So, a, a lot. For some reason, on the English wiki, it says all of them are, except the last one is alleged to be. But I have a hard time finding it. And on the Spanish websites that I found, they clearly state the last one was not a sex worker. It's like it's it's not up to debate. But I'll just say right now, at the time, at the time, the woman was murdered. His 21st victim was absolutely not a sex worker. She might have been. But at that time she was killed, she was absolutely not a sex worker. And I'll get into it later when we get to the final victim. What's up? She stopped being a sex worker? Yeah, okay. that's, that's my that's my assumption because there was just no way. And again, I'll get into it when we get to there. And also, I I have to add her to the end. I have to talk to her about the end because what happens right here and right now, it's gonna make you pretty mad, and it's gonna make you see why I kept talking about earlier about how like how how I don't want to say society, but how how people looked at him as like a model person because he was Catholic and a man. He was husband. He had a, a job. He was a husband. He had kids and all that. Um, yeah. So, like I was saying earlier, he didn't kill these women because they were sex workers, right? Rather, he killed these women because, first, the power thing. Obviously, it's always the power thing. Secondly, it was because he believed himself to be like like he was writing the world, right? So, he, he would test them because, like... Uh, he would he would see if they would fuck him for money, that was going on the victim list. Like he saw that as a reason to kill them. If he was with a woman who was had who was married and like he was fucking her, he would put that on the victim list. Like he would he'd be like, I'm killing this woman for cheating on his husband, despite the fact that he was cheating on his wife and going against the tenets of his beliefs, which is a Catholicism. Well, <clears throat> Even nowadays, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, dude cheating. Yeah, good, right? Girl cheating. I bad. mean, yeah, still, we still have remnants of that. But I mean, like, I, I feel like more and more we're seeing that, like, it's wrong both ways. It doesn't matter what your fucking gender is, you know? Um, they, uh, and, and yeah, so basically that's kind of how they analyzed him in prison. They were like, okay. And then now we get to an actual, like, so here's here's a really, uh, like, like we have a criminal psychologist here. Or not here, but like that actually psychoanalyzes, dude. Yeah, our, and, our guest. Uh, uh, not uh, guest. Uh, Damn, Southern Sally. I suck at fucking words. I, I suck at words. I suck at talking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, anyways, while he was in prison, he did get psychoanalyzed. I said this like five times already. Um, it was by a man named Cesar. Jesus, Cesar Lombro, Lombroso, Cesar Lombroso. 
How do you say Caesar in Spanish? Cesar? Cesar. Cesar. C-E-S-A-R-E. So Cesar Lombroso, um, which he'd used criminology of the time. So it's, you know, obviously the field has gone a long way since then. And he classified him as a born criminal um, because he was born to a low, low, low social stratum and belonged to a certain ethnic group. And that all he was basically saying, like, he was born in a life of crime, which eventually raised him into a life of crime, uh, which is, you know, kind of mixed. You know, a lot of people argue that that's not how that works. Right. Uh, yeah. And but I don't know. He he's, was the one with the degree at the time. But one thing he did definitely identify was that this dude should it's like an absolute degenerate like. He was a horrible killer. There was no good in this man. And he was like absolutely evil. Don't don't fucking like his whole look was meant to attract people so he could like kill them and shit. Like he was basically saying like this guy's like the perfect. He figured out how to I'm going to wait up. Basically, he, what he was saying was like. This guy is is like uh, Patrick Bateman from uh, American Psycho. Like this guy is crazy, and he's he's huh? tuned his look to like make people think he's not crazy. That trust him, to look at him and think he's a good person. You know, like his whole actions, all his actions were meant to to give the idea that he wasn't uh, a criminal or like a serial rapist or a killer. Yeah, and um, unfortunately. Uh, Francisco Guerrero Perez's whole look actually ends up working. He only goes to prison for 20 years. He had the death penalty, but the death penalty was acquitted. And he gets out. I, I forget how long his original sentence was, but he gets out of prison in 20 years, man. He killed 20 women. The The psychologist who was using some some like not so good criminology like straight up says like this guy's a monster he should never be out there he should be put to death and all because of basically the appearance like i mentioned earlier the fact that he was a catholic man he was married man he had children people kind of like hey he can't be that bad he can't you know? be that bad yeah um and this is when i get into the last victim and this is basically kind of the end right so he gets out of prison. He kills once again, right? Yeah. And this is what absolutely nails the head in the coffin that this guy was like, like people finally saw like, oh yeah, this guy's just, just insane. Like he's crazy. He kills an old lady. Was she a sex worker? No. Is this the last person? <laughs> this is the last person I'm talking about. Uh, let me see if I could find it. Uh, Cause I forgot to put the name. Her name was uh, Antonia. Or that's, I was, that's I was literally going to guess that too, but it's funny. It was literally the only thing, right? But she, from what I read, right? The reason he killed her is because he saw an old lady. And like I said, he wanted to prove his strength over people and that these people un beneath him were faulty. And that gave him the, I wouldn't say he, he made, it made him believe that he gave him the right to kill. But it was definitely a reason he gave himself to kill people. And he just, he killed her strangled and uh cut her throat and everything he was sent back to prison and 
he was then he actually got the death penalty because you know in mexico the only thing worse than like disrespecting a, a married man with kids and and all that a catholic married man is hurting the abuelita yeah you could beat up the grandpa you want in mexico because that happens a lot but if you touch the the old maternal figure oof yeah this uh that essentially uh sent him to prison again um uh but he died before his sentence could be carried out in 1910 at the age of 70 and that was when the mexican revolution broke out uh no one really knows why he died um well he died of like some disease right but they don't know if it was like tuberculosis or typhoid or something else thrombosis but he it doesn't matter because he was definitely gonna be put he was definitely gonna like be killed in prison anyways right so it was like uh whatever Mm -hmm. and yeah that's that's the mexican ripper but yeah that's that's, uh, francisco guerrero perez any closing thoughts Mm, not really uh i mean there's not much I can't say about him. There's like not a lot of people, a lot of things known. Oh, yeah, not a lot of things known. Just more his psychology and everything. Oh, but even bad. then, that's kind of sketchy because it's it's pretty old, you know. Yeah. And oh, I'm, okay. Run back. I forgot that he got pardoned by mistake. But his, got his, his, yeah, but his death sentence was revoked. So like, okay. yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't even know. So did he just stay in jail or something or what? No, he got out of prison. The second time? Oh no, he died in prison the second time. I bet yeah. That's when he died of like some. They don't know how he died, but he died in prison. But he was definitely like I was saying earlier. He was definitely gonna be put to death anyway. So. Hmm. Yeah. So I was wondering. I'm like, uh, did he die or did he not die? No, he he died. He died. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Is that it? <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's it. Okay. I mean, you just stop talking. Sorry, um, my bad. I I think I just realized something. He did rape the old woman. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I don't know how I overlooked that. I must have been like going through the information too quickly, but Jesus, yeah, he he did actually. So his final victim was actually raped. Uh, I don't know. It's that's weird because it didn't say her age on on the wiki, but I know for a fact in one of the other websites I read and on a YouTube video I found, they clearly state that she was like an old lady, like an like a really old lady. Just like really old. I yeah. mean, but basically, abuelita, age, like grandma maybe? age. I don't know. It is eighteen hundred, so maybe fifty. Who knows? At this at this time in Mexico, kids were popping out of women at like what 14, 16? So grandma could probably be forty, thirty at the time, because it's eighteen hundreds or it's the nineteen hundreds, but it's eighteen eighty. But he dies in nineteen ten, so it's nineteen oh eight. Okay. Nineteen oh eight when he gets out. So yeah. 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 Uh yeah, that's uh that's it. That's that's the episode, right? So So he got out the second time or No, he died the second time. I say the first time he got out was uh Oh okay. Yeah.
So he just he he, he didn't get the death sentence. He just died in jail. Old yeah, age, he just died in jail. Of, uh, not in old age, him. but some disease. Oh. People don't think it was old age, despite the fact that he was seventy. He was seven. He was seventy. My bad. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, people didn't kill him. Nothing in jail. No, they wanted to. What? Oh, okay. Unless well, I mean, I guess death death sentences took a long time to get to back then too, because he was sentenced to prison and or he was. Uh, they they caught him nineteen oh eight, but he died in nineteen ten at the age of seventy. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's yeah, that's that's the episode. Said, yeah. I said this like the five times already. Uh, yes, the episode. Uh, bye, say bye, Iris. Bye.